What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast, and not too much going on today, this afternoon, I should say, when I'm recording this. Sonny Gray, as of right now, is still a Yankee, but Adam Adovino was just signed yesterday, and... I'm really, you know, if you listen to this, you know I'm, I'm a little obsessed with numbers and Yankee numbers, obviously, in particular. <laughs> and what is crazy is that the Yankees have retired every single digit number except for one. And you know what it is? Some people might say it's not a number, right? Isn't that like the theory? And it's zero. That is a single digit, and that is what Adam Adovino wore when he was on Colorado. So, you know, the Yankees being a very traditional, almost conservative with the way they look and no facial hair, or at least no beards, you can have a mustache... It's interesting to see what number he's going to choose. And if, if that's even available, if they will let him take zero. And I, you know, technically you got to say it's a number, right? He, he did wear it. The Rockies let him wear it. And no one else on the Yankees have, has ever worn zero. So that would be really interesting if he does wear it. But I don't know. I just have this feeling that... The Yankees are going to say, no, we don't let anybody wear a zero on their back. I I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? You can always let us know your opinions. At our email address is yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, yankeecrazypodcast. Our Facebook page, go there and give us a like. That's pretty new, so we can use all the likes we can get. (laughs) That's Yankee Crazy Podcast. Twitter, Yankee Crazy Pod, and let us know if you have any thoughts on the show, if you think we should do uh, a regular segment on Tuesdays or Wednesdays or I don't know. We, uh, you know, me and Mario were thinking about some new segments and uh, I've got some segments for him that we got to get him in to, uh, to record, although we were saving it for that YouTube show I've been promising you for the past couple of weeks. <laughs> we'll get that done one of these days, too. But getting back to it, Adovino, would he, will he be able to wear zero? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I think it'd be kind of cool. I, I, I used to be kind of mixed with zero, like, you know, uh, you know, the old expression of, like, if you call someone a zero, like, um... <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my roommate in college, Steve, it was, uh, you know, after Vanilla Ice had come out and he made a movie, didn't he? I think Vanilla Ice made a movie. And the famous line that Steve used to say in the move, uh, from the movie that Van- I'm almost positive, right? Or was this for Vanilla Ice? Sorry, I think it was a movie he made. I'm gonna, let's go with that. But he had said, drop the zero and come with the hero. <laughs> my goodness. Who who wrote that movie? Oh my goodness, Mario. Look that up. Didn't Vanilla Ice really do a movie? Or am I having revisionist history? Oh man. I don't know. But I know Steve used to say that. So. <laughs> oh my goodness, Vanilla Ice. That guy. 
funny. Funny stuff, that dude. Anyway, would you have that association with Zero? Do you, you know? What do you guys think? Do you think he should wear Zero? I think it's kind of cool for his last name. It looks like an O. Um, you know, Oscar Gamble never thought about it. Oscar Gamble, I'm pretty sure, wore number 18. I think Oscar Gamble or 18. I almost said 17, but that was Mickey Rivers. And, you know, Mickey Rivers is down at the, the Yankees women's fantasy baseball camp that they're doing. And Meredith Morakovich, the Yankees' uh, yes reporter, was uh, is down there. And she was in a Yankees uniform, took a picture with Mickey Rivers. And uh, Mickey was the best. Mickey was, he was, he was such an awesome center fielder. And, and my buddy Mike just met him, too. He met him, like, I don't know, he was, like, signing autographs, right? I think at, like, a new AT&T store or something like that. <laughs> so Mickey is everywhere. He is everywhere these days. And glad to see that he is doing well. <clears throat> but let's go back to Adam Adovino. That number, we'll see if he wears it, if it's, if it's zero. And also, been looking at his pitches his uh, like his highlight reel since he just signed with the Yankees and whew, he throws that breaking ball like a wiffle ball. You know, you ever play wiffle ball and you can you know you get the seams and you can make wiffle balls do crazy stuff and that's what it's like. He's got that pitch and it looks like it's coming at the batter, so they're like almost like about to back up and then. Whew, drops in for a strike. It is it's pretty sick. I, I'm I was blown away by that pitch. So it's good for him. I, I can't wait to see him in the Yankee pinstripes with his zero on his back. <laughs> I think it'll look cool. And he will be the only single digit player and he would have to have a really awesome, amazing career to get that number retired. <laughs> and it's it is technically the last single digit number. So we'll 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 keep up on that. I'm sure there's going to be a reporter asking him that and I'm sure the Yankees are going to weigh in on that. So we'll see. We'll see. And uh speaking of Adovino, I put up a Twitter poll today and it was about the this as I'm calling it, the fully operational Death Star bullpen. That's right. It is. Think about how just extraordinary that is. You've got Aroldis Chapman. You've got Dylan Batances. You've got Zach Britton. And now you are adding Adam Adovino in there. And, whew, man, that is, that is a Death Star if I have ever heard of a Death Star bullpen. <laughs> but... The poll said, it asked what your opinion was. And you still have time. You can still, if you're listening to this, depending on when you're listening to this, you know, when we started broadcasting it, um, it had, I don't know, I did it this morning. So you got till uh, Saturday morning, if you're listening to this on Saturday morning, uh, hurry up and get onto Twitter. And you should be on there anyway. You should be on there and you should be following us. Okay, because we need as many followers as we can. We got to become a Twitter influencer <laughs> and Instagram influencer, right? You get to 10,000, they start paying you some money. I don't know what you get, but 
I, I want to find out. I want to find out what they'll give us. So get us there. Come on. If, you don't have, if you're not on Instagram, just join and find us at Yankee Crazy Podcast. All right? So anyway, getting back to Twitter. Does Twitter pay you if you're ten, over 10000 I don't know. We'll have to find that out too. So go on Twitter and show us some love. So it said, who do you think is going to have the best season for the Yankees? Chapman, Adovino, Britton, or Batances? And last I looked, Zach Britton was leading. And I can see that because I think a lot of people know that Britton is coming back healthy and strong. And people are a little hesitant about Batances because he, you know, he has been up and down, can be shaky. And Chapman has, uh, you know, had some injuries, struggled with the knee a little bit. And Adovino, I think people just don't know too much about him. So I can understand how Britton is leading. And Adovino was making a comeback the last I had checked it. And uh, Batances and uh, Chapman were low. It was something like Batances and Chapman each had 10%. And Britton had about 40%. And then... Oh, well, that, no, Britain had like, <clears throat> I'm sorry, that would have made it even with 40. Britain had like 40, whatever, 5%, and do the math on that. What's that, 45, 55, 65? <laughs> and um, Adovino was like at 35%. So Adovino showing, showing some uh, potential to uh, Yankee fans. So we will obviously see, you know, maybe I got to uh, screenshot the results and then we could see what happens at the end of the season. We'll have a little look back and maybe we should do that with everybody. Maybe we should do that with every player. We'll, we'll like have a, a, a tournament. We'll have like a bracket tournament of who you think is going to have a better, who's going to have a better season. You go head to head with two people and we have like a whole bracket and we see who Yankee fans think is going to have the best season. That's a good one. I like that. We could do a pitcher's bracket, and we could do a position player's bracket. Let's get that. Let's do that. Let's get it on the books. And, you know, on Instagram stories, if you're on Instagram stories, go, go there. Because I posted a poll up there, too. And this one is really scientific and important. It, I need to know. I really need to know what everybody thinks about this one. It's very serious. It is, what's better, garlic fries or chicken tenders? <laughs> it's tough. That is tough for me. But if you've been listening to the show, garlic fries, go get the nod over chicken tenders. Although, Yankee Stadium chicken tenders are, they are good. They are really good. I like them super crispy and maybe like a little bit overdone, but that's what they are. They're sitting there for so long anyway. <laughs> they're under like the heat lamp getting cooked for like hours and hours and hours. So they're usually, they're usually like that and good for me, but I don't know. Someone said to me, Hey, I'm going to the concessions and they've only got, I only have money for one thing and they only have chicken fingers or I call them chicken tenders. I guess chicken fingers. I don't know. Whatever you want to call them. You, you know what I'm talking about. Deep fried chicken things. <laughs> or garlic fries. I would say get me the garlic fries. I'm, I'm just, I'm such a big fan of the garlic fries. So 
Get on Instagram. Go to my stories and see what is leading. I'll have to check that. And then and and place your vote. Place your vote. What do you want? The last I think it was tied. It was 50-50. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll post those. I'll post those results because I know everybody is. <laughs> is really anxious to know who is going to win that big battle. <laughs> so the other news that we've gotten, you know, I, I you know, I was going to say I was going to come on and you know, sometimes these these days are there's not too much going on in Yankee Land and I'll usually say something like, "Oh, it's going to be a really short show." Uh, but we usually we usually get out at least 20 minutes of uh of show. So not sure where we're even at now. Mario, where are we at? We're at, oh, we just hit the 13 minute mark. Thank you. Thank you for that information. Uh, so there you go. So we've gotten 13. Let's see if we (laughs) can get our minimum of 20 minutes, but we'll see. This isn't going to take long. So we'll see if I can go off on a tangent. Sunny gray, sunny gray. Uh, you know, one thing is, there was someone posted something about Sonny Gray today, and I guess his middle name is Douglas, and someone posted this thing of uh, a cartoon character who I think I remember, kind of remember, there was a cartoon character named Doug, and I never watched it. I think it was like an, I think it was like one of those Nickelodeon shows, and I, uh, you know, not into Doug. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I do know the character. And they were saying, oh, it figures he's a Doug, and they posted this character on it. Um, I did watch... Nickelodeon did have Ren and Stimpy on there, didn't they? They were, Weren't they the ones who, who originally started with Ren and Stimpy? I think so. Or was it MTV? Might have been Nickelodeon. And, oh, that was a funny show. I was a, I was a big fan of Ren and Stimpy. And they should bring that back. They should definitely bring that back. That was that was funny. That was that guy. Um, oh, who did the voice? Who did the uh, the? Well, the creator did did. Um, who was who was Ren? Was the the mouse right? He was the mouse. I think <laughs> that was the creator. I think his name was like John Krasinski or something like that. And then Billy West, who used to be on the Howard Stern show, uh, doing all voices did uh, Stimpy. He used to do the, uh, for Howard Stern, I remember he used to do those skits with the uh, Three Stooges, like Three Stooges go to Woodstock and, and all that, and he did all the voices. He's a, that's, a, that's a talented dude. I don't know, and I know he did Stimpy, and that was funny. That was funny stuff. It was, it was pretty out there. And, um, man, that, those guys, they must have had some fun making those. <laughs> anyway, getting back to... Sonny Gray, there's supposedly a deal being worked on that's very close to getting him traded to Cincinnati. So not the ideal location that I talked about with going to San Diego where he could just chill and surf and pitch every five days and no pressure and like, ah, you know, you win, you win. He'd probably, probably go on to win the Cy Young in San Diego. <clears throat> but doesn't look like he's going there. Cincinnati, on the other hand, that's probably a good city for him too because 
Cincinnati's got a really rich baseball history. You know, Big Red Machine, Pete Rose, Joe Morgan, Johnny Bench, Tom Seaver. Oh, man, they were, wow, those are some teams. Holy cow. They had Cesar Geronimo, Ken Griffey Jr. Did I say Tony Perez? Uh, Who else was on there? Um, Dave Concepcion, shortstop. They had some really good teams. Holy cow. I don't know what other what other pitchers did they have on there besides Tom Seaver. I don't know, but wow, that's a that's a good team. That is a good team. But anyway, rich baseball history, but I think they don't have I well, I know they don't have the pressure that New York has. And you look at Sonny Gray, and if I was a scout, here's here's what I would tell you. If I was scouting him when he was on the A's. And obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, And <laughs> so, but if I had a time machine, I would go back and I'd tell the, the, the <laughs> I would tell the, the scouts, I would say, don't, don't tra- trade for him. Don't, do not trade for him because you kind of look at him and he looks like this innocent kid. Like he looks like he's about. I don't know, like 12 years old, and you just kind of look and you're like, I don't think he can hack it in New York. I think it is not good. He needs to be in Florida or San Diego or I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere, maybe Texas or something. Like, because uh, I, I think he's from down south and because he speaks with, he, he speaks with a, a southern drawl, doesn't he? I think so. I don't know. I would have just said, no way, dude. He can, he's not going to be able to hack it in New York. And um, that, there you go. Get You know what? Can we do that? Do we have a time machine yet? Mario, have you built the time machine yet? <laughs> no? We, then we cannot go back in time and tell the Yankee scouts to not get Sonny Gray. But I got to tell you, when they first were talking about getting him over here, I thought he was going to be the missing piece that they needed to really put them over the edge in 2017. And he has been horrible. Horrible. So I I really wonder what it is that makes a guy be a good pitcher in one place and then not in the other. Or maybe he's just losing it. Maybe he's losing it. Or... I don't know, maybe his Oakland pitching coach, who I don't know who it was there, really helped him. Maybe uh, whoever that was, I don't know. Can we look at that? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Mario, no, no, don't worry. Don't start typing. Um, how, you know, uh, maybe there he was just had a better relationship, maybe he was able to see something, or, you know, maybe this is in an indictment on Larry Rothschild because... He couldn't straighten him out, and maybe that's why there is some anti-Larry Rothschild sentiment. Interesting, interesting. I guess he's back with the team, right? I haven't heard any changes that Larry Rothschild is not going to be back. But, you know, like I brought up, he, he didn't see the tipping pitches of Severino. I don't know. He's, he's like an old-school baseball guy. Maybe he doesn't even, like, watch... Uh, watch the videos. Maybe he doesn't watch any, any tape. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, one thing Sonny Gray has going for him if he goes to Cincinnati is his pitching coach from Vanderbilt, 
he went to school at Vanderbilt, which that's a pretty good school, isn't it? He's probably he's probably a smart dude. He went there with um, he went there with that dude I can't stand, um, uh, Price in Boston, David Price. Oh, I can't stand that guy. I can't believe he's got a World Series ring. Oh, and Don Mattingly doesn't. Oh my goodness, is that the biggest crime in the world right there? Ugh, my goodness. And the other guy was on the Yankees. Who's that guy? Um. Uh, he's got a World Series ring. The guy uh, who played for Boston last year, and he used to play um, third and short and second. Uh, they got sent him to the the Giants. What what's his name? He was he was like a uh, he was he was kind of, he was a little loopy. He was a little out there, a little bit of an airhead. But he's got a. He, I'll figure his name out. But he's got a World Series ring, and Don Mattingly doesn't have one. Donnie Baseball doesn't have a World Series ring. Can you believe it? Ugh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, so he's got that going for him that his Vanderbilt pitching coach is there, and, and maybe he can figure him out. You know, maybe he can get to the National League and have to face uh, the pitcher a few times in the order. You know, they say, that's, they say that really makes a difference. Anyway, speaking of that, <clears throat> so anyway, well, let's get back. Let's, let's wrap up Sonny Gray. And maybe this will be like one of the last times we have to talk about him. But Yankees are looking to get back a couple of prospects from them. One is a catcher, and one is a is a second baseman, shortstop. I'm not sure, but supposedly some really good prospects. So hopefully that happens, and the Yankees can just kind of wash their hands of Sonny Gray and say, "Oh well, we tried." And like I was saying, I really thought it was a good deal when they got him. But didn't happen. Didn't happen. And uh, I kind of feel bad for him, but not really. <laughs> you got you to step up. Come to New York and step up. You could have been a legend if they won in 17. Oh, wouldn't that, wouldn't that have been great? Oh, man. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, what was, what was, I was just about to talk about, um, I don't know, I don't know, I, I wanted to tie up and, uh, end the Sunny Gray talk, and, uh, and it's gone, it's gone, so, how do we do, how do we do, Mario, what, can you give me the official time, what did we get up to, what, wow, look at that, 22 minutes we got up to, and, um, that is, that's pretty good for a show about nothing. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, what do you call, uh, Seinfeld. It's kind of like the, um, Seinfeld, a show about nothing. Um, so I'm, I'm, I can't believe, uh, we got it and we just beat, the, we just went past the 23 mark. So, <laughs> oh boy, that was, see, this is what I have to do on a show where there's not a lot of Yankee news. So. That is about it, guys, and uh, stay tuned. Hopefully, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe uh, we're, we're heading into the weekend, so we usually take the, the time off to uh, recoup and, and uh, formulate some new stuff for the show. And uh, last week went snowboarding. If you saw social media, I posted a picture on top of the mountain. I, was, I had my Yankee hat on. That's right. I, had, you know, I had, took a picture with uh, my Yankee hat on and the goggles, and uh, I felt like I was in the locker room with the champagne being poured for the Yankees winning the World Series. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Those goggles. Those goggles. What do, what do, what do people think about the goggles? Um, 
you know, it, 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 you know, one, one person, I heard an interview, I forget who it was. I think it was with Mark Teixeira and they were like, I think it was on the Michael K show and they were talking about how the goggles are kind of like take away from the celebration. And Mark Teixeira said that he had to wear them because one other series that he was in with, I think it was it with the Angels or, or the Braves where he made the playoffs. He said that he got champagne in his eyes and he said it burned for like days and he, it really affected his vision. So he was like, I, I, had, to, I had to do that for protection or else I wouldn't have been able to, to hit. And, you know, I don't know when he started doing that, but in 2009, he did not have the best postseason. He did have that walk-off that just went over the left field fence. Do you remember that? That was, that was awesome. Um, so I don't know, maybe his vision was off. Maybe he got some champagne in there. I don't know. I don't know. We will, we'll, maybe we'll get Tex on the show one day. Maybe we can do an interview with him and he can tell us more about that. But that's the way I felt. <laughs> so maybe I can, uh, maybe Yankees will go on and win the World Series this year. And um, I don't know, Mario, maybe me and you can celebrate and put goggles on and spray champagne at each other. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Dude, let's do it. Let's do it. De- done. Done. Mark the tape. <laughs> oh, even though there is no tape. But, you know, it's just an expression. Like, stop the presses, right? All right, guys. That is it. Stay tuned, as always. And let's go Yankees.